All right, we're back. Another episode of All Over the Place. You know, I got the uh, music going here, Jim, and you're going to start talking. Sure am, buddy. And it's going to be a cacophony of sounds. Oh, here we go. Which I hope everyone else has been using the word of the week. You sent us into the world with cacophony last week, Jim. And Have you been tossing that into your vocab? I think every Brimley has. I would consider myself a Brimley, right? I've listened to this on occasion. <laughs> Once in a blue moon. But I will say that um, you know, if you are using that word, we appreciate it. And we're going to give you another word this week. We're going to every week. I'm starting another uh, segment that we're never going to follow up on. <laughs> every week we're going to be doing a word. Word of the week for now. That's great. I love it. Do you have a word in mind already? You, have to, you don't have to break it now if it's a, I don't know the segment. You didn't really plan this out, I don't think. You haven't told me about it. But do you have one in mind or is it something we're just going to pick out as we go? I think that it will just come up. Okay. Organically, right? maybe? Or, yeah. It'll be a good way for up. it to come up. And a nominee. <laughs> so we're dealing with some snow here. A cacophony of snow, I would say. This is the most snow we've had as, as a podcast. So yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a moment. Get this the baby like, book out. <laughs> this is like the, uh, this is the one time I did put my wipers up and uh, it was the right move. Like they say six or more inches of snow, you put the wipers up. But under that, you're a I still man. didn't. Mine really? Mine are down and, and I was able to get the snow off and get it all <laughs> out of there. Good for I you. I lifted them up. I lifted them up in the process. Okay. But I didn't have them, uh, you know. With no goalposts? The touchdowns and stance through, through the night. I didn't have to lift them up. It just makes it easier. You know, you, you, you clamp down the snow, then start brushing. I want to leave them up and then turn the wipers on and see what happens there. You should make a YouTube video of this, a YouTube hack <laughs> for the uh, Jim's hacks. And it's, you just pick the, <laughs> the wiper and then you, and you lift it up. Mm-hmm. You were just, well, I was just commenting the fact you're like, I just lifted them up after the fact. Yeah. I didn't have to do that. Is all do I'm you saying. have solid wiper maintenance or are yours, um, Oh no. Ever, oh no. Can you replace them <laughs> yourself? Yeah. Most times, most vehicles I've had, I've been able to replace them myself. And it can be 70, difficult. Yeah. About 70% of the time it comes, there's been a few times I've had to like go into the guy at AutoZone and be like, Hey, do you mind coming out here? I'll give you five bucks if you don't tell anybody about this. Cause like you'll put them on, they're just not on the right way, but it's not even that as much as I just leave them. Like I don't replace them as often as they should be replaced. So I'll often have like one and a half, wipers working you know part of it's just covered in grime or something it's just not removing anything i'm like no that's good i don't need to see right in front of me but you do lift them up when there's some flurries <laughs> you run out there my wipers that's that's when you care only in a big get up snowfall. stand up boys stand up <laughs> only in a large snowfall like this uh I, I went out there today though i gotta say like you uh have you had to clean the snow off yet Dude, I used a push broom today. Whoa. I was out there. Yes. I had to do it a couple times. That's a solid Shoveling move. all day. This is like the day when you shovel and then you turn around and you have to shovel again. Yeah. Dude, we don't like, again, I'm in a complex and we, we don't really have to shovel very often. So a week like this, you see how resourceful the neighborhood is. You know, you got people out there with like regular brooms, like from their kitchen, just like trying <laughs> to sweep their spot out. You know, you got a guy using like his tackle box out there, just trying to scoop snow off the vehicle. I mean, it is, we are not prepared for this. Well, it's like, we forget, like I have a shovel. It's on the balcony. 
So it is under eight inches of snow right now. So there's no way I'm getting to that until spring. I don't know why I left it outside. Will you shovel your balcony? No, I'm not gonna. No, it'll it'll drip off naturally. I don't need to go out there before May. That's how I look at things. Well, I'm lucky because my neighbors, uh, a couple of them have snowblowers, and um, they are out and we're clearing it and did our the front of our house. Nice. That's happened, that's happened a couple of times recently. Oh yeah. So, the neighborhood has come through. Got great neighbors. They come through and, uh, but I try and pay it back and shovel when I can. I have a snowblower too. I didn't get it up and going this year because I figured I'm just going to be here. Yeah. I'm not going well, anywhere. I'll shovel. I've, I've kind of been welcoming the snow this year because I was thinking like, you know, normally we'd be probably stuck somewhere right now. Yeah. The, time, the timing of this one started Saturday Into through Sunday. Sunday. That would have, you know, screwed things up. But. All sorts of travel plans. Kids love it. Dog loves it. I get to see him smell pee. That's all he does. The snow is like a black light of the pee. It just <laughs> really stays like re- that really yeah. is what you're smelling when I when it's just grass. <laughs> like found some more. Found some more. I know. I know you did. A lot easier to tell in the wintertime. Yeah, it really is. I'm trying to avoid going outside at all costs. Have you been out there much? I have been out. I did a show out a show. I did a set. <laughs> all right i did a set outside the show um this is cool i was invited to um marist my high school mm-hmm. uh they were having like a winter fest for the seniors okay bunch of ice skating rinks they put they built like three rinks they had food trucks it was all you know covid friendly masks distanced fight sure. they had fires out there and they had a really good turnout and they asked me to come through and do a spot. So very happy to do it. Nice that they asked. But as it's coming, as it's approaching, I'm like, what am I going to say to these kids? <laughs> I'm terrified. I started to really get like, oh, man, what am I doing? Like, I'm just going to eat it. It's outside. It's 25 degrees. And everything I have is like, <laughs> talk about being a dad. And Got kids. I mean, I do have some other stuff. But sure. it was, it was uh, so fun, dude. They were like attentive and welcoming yeah i'm so scared of high school kids and they're the biggest ones like seniors (laughs) seniors have their shit together they can drive some of them have jobs they're terrifying especially in large packs that's uh that's not a fun gig i mean that's that's great and you had a good time my history teacher was there my high school history teacher he's the the dean there now okay mr nzinga and he was like (laughs) he came up to me i'm like oh i recognize your eyebrows (laughs) I'm like, what's going on? It's so great to see it. I'm like, you're one of the few people that are still here from when I, you know, I graduated there in 94. Mm-hmm. So he, um, he's like, are you really up for this? <laughs> High school kids? <laughs> he's like shaking his head, like have fun. Oh boy. Like, <laughs> he's just paying you back for all what you put him through. Yeah, man. But it, it was hilarious. a, um, I don't know how I'm going to get this message to them, but I, I came up with a message for the for the seniors. I might have to post it on uh, Instagram, maybe. Maybe they'll see it on their Finsta. <laughs> they're like, you ever hear that? They have like a fake, fake Instagram. Instas. Yeah, it's it's a. Is that new to you? Anyway, Did you? Uh, is that new lingo for you? I'm sending out a message to them because uh, I was grateful. So this is this is for the this is for the my new friends, the seniors. And Maris, because uh, I was low key freaking out about relating 
to you 17, 18 year olds, but no cap. It was lit. It's unreal. These kids have been through a ton. Period. That's period with a T. They they use that. Have you yep, seen I that? that? I get that. Yep. I was gonna let you finish. I'm telling you, dude, they could have thrown me shade or been salty, but they didn't flex. And maybe I didn't slay, but bro, it was legit. So that's the T that made me proud to be a Maris alum and high key for our future. Uh, I am teary. And one one more thing. Uh-huh. Yeet. I actually have heard yeet, like Elliot says yeet. I love yeet. I didn't know what it means, though. I don't either. I just say it like, you know, Friday afternoon, he comes home from school, like, Friday, buddy, yeet, yeet. <laughs> I love it. This is like, you're the new Baz Luhrmann. This is 2021 wear sunscreen is what I think I just <laughs> listened to. That's going to be a hit. This is going to be all kinds of fun. That was beautiful. Man, how many of those words did you understand? Flex. Okay. Um, what are some of the other ones? Some of the new ones to me, no cat, uh-huh. which I, I can get into that. But they don't want us using this, right? Then then no. it will be it will be ruined if we start using it. Sure, we will we could, in a few We years. could explain, we should explain it to some of our listeners. Some of them know, probably have teenagers. Right. Um, but you, you know some of these. I think right? I know, yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with all of those. Salty was weird. Did they bring up Salty or did you? Because that seems more like from our era. I saw Salty on, um, I researched it before I went. You know, of course you did. So I had so. How did I was talking cool to my sister window. too because my sister teaches high school, uh-huh. and she was just talking about low key, low key, low key is great. And, when they uh, said salty, real quick, did they brush it off their shoulders, or is that no longer cool? Oh, I don't know. Is that a thing? Do you remember that was like when I was a kid, like salty brush? You know, why you gotta be salty? <laughs> like they brush it off their shoulders. Oh, really? Yeah, you brush the salt off. Oh, I forget that. Ah, uh, yeah. It That's was, good. No, it's not. Yeet. <laughs> no cap. What does no cap mean? No cap is just truth. Mm-hmm. And if someone's lying, they're capping. Sure. <laughs> they're bullshitting. I like to think of it as bullshit. Were you quizzing me? You already knew that? Uh, yeah, I, I understand <laughs> these. I listen to enough hip hop. I don't, uh, of course, that's where these things come from. You probably, do you, do you use any of these? I what say is... no cap sometimes, but not like seriously. You know, people get all, <laughs> people get mad salty if I do be, so... I just, uh, I mean, I, I understand them. Do they play no cap or dare? <laughs> no cap or cap. <laughs> no cap or dare. That's great. Uh, legit was nice. My kids say that a lot too. Legit. Literally. They, that's, that's, they use that a lot. I literally haven't eaten anything. Does period have the D and the T? Yeah, it has the D and the T. So that is like, you know, how we say period. Mm-hmm. And it's end of discussion. That is just like a more emphatic. They they couldn't, they weren't on board with just period. Mm-hmm. They had to put the the little T there for they put their know. stank on it. They gotta put a little spin on it. <laughs> you know? No capping. I get that. Do you know what ops are? Do they talk to you about ops at all? No. Ops are like opponents, like your enemies. They call them ops now. Oh, really? That's a, that's a big thing in hip hop. Yeah, my ops, like any like your haters. There, I mean, haters is too many syllables. Ops is the, and it's too old. Haters is like something that we understand. So now it's ops, which I like. Because at first I thought ops. it was like special operations, you know? Yeah. It like Navy like SEALs? You have Navy SEALs? I'm like, no, I have, I have opponents. It sounds okay. tech related. It really does. Operations manager? Do you have an operations manager? Is that what this is? Hey man, ops gonna op. <laughs> it's it. 
so many ops my ops reminded me of other ops i think that's a drake lyric something that effect don't app the player app the game <laughs> i started uh watching a show yesterday um that has consumed my life since then that actually uses a slang term that uh that you use. I'd never heard it before you used it. And uh, I'm watching The Wire. Um, I oh, wait, have never got the slang word. Well, we're going to get that in a Gag second. Uh, no, I wish. It's a good one. Um, but it's a uh, similar meaning. I think it's kind of an insult to someone that they use constantly. I'd never heard someone say it. I've watched eight episodes of The Wire in under 24 hours. Oh, maybe I got um, it from The Wire because I was, might I was have. into The Wire. You might have. Uh, uh, what you call somebody like kind of a kind of a dummy, kind of a, a scumbag, someone like, a, they, they use it a lot for like low level offenders. Like, go book mope. that mope. Mope? Yeah, mopes. <laughs> they use mopes constantly. I had never heard it before you. And, and maybe I just, you know, I wouldn't have picked it up if it weren't for you. But I they, love that. I didn't know they used that. Oh yeah. Go get that mope. What are we going to do with just, this mope? That's a family word. For this Is it? Floating around. Yeah. Probably because there's mopes in our family <laughs> we've all got them <laughs> we've all got them not the ones who listen <laughs> other ones sometimes you i have been called a mope oh i'm the by, mope. by mopes and i <laughs> and, and i can i'm like hey yeah you're right i'm a mope but you are a mope too <laughs> it's like that it's like that meme of spider-man and pointing at each other you've seen that the two spider-man <laughs> right <laughs> mope <laughs> mope mope <laughs> <laughs> uh that's absolutely great two things really stood out to me so the mopes was one and the other one they call an eyeball witness they call an eyewitness an eyeball witness oh yeah which like is that a regional thing or did no one consult a police officer that's what i'm trying to figure out like well we don't have an eyeball witness i'm sorry uh, uh i'm used to an eyewitness right yeah. Could you imagine if it like in chicago it was like channel seven eyeball witness news <laughs> Eyeball like the, in the skyball. I like the eyeball. I've never heard that before. Have you ever heard someone say it like that? I mean, I watched that show, so I must have heard it then, but I don't remember. I don't recall that like sticking out, but I, I dig it. I might it's start like, using that now. Yeah, it's funny that police have their own street language too, right? Yeah. Anyone out working the streets, you got your own vernacular. For sure. Every industry does, I guess, but. Yeah, the only people on the inside. Hey. Is this Mope our eyeball witness? <laughs> Sometimes they combine them like that. It's pretty cool. So it's a solid show for that alone. I'm going to start saying those things. The evidence is shaky. We got an eyeball, but he's a total Mope. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what they say. Uh, fantastic show. Have you met Omar yet? I have met Omar. Have you um, met Stringer Bell? I have met Stringer Bell. Here's the weird thing about this. Because again, just like I, I tried watching it a couple times, never could get into it, only watched the first episode, but I wasn't really paying attention. So now these people are much more famous and I'm just like, I'm like, they were able to get Idris Elba for The Wire? <laughs> Not the other way, you know what I mean? That'd be They're like watching, watching Scarface right now and being like, oh, they got the guy from Any Given Sunday? He's Scarface, are you kidding me? <laughs> what happened to this guy? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, but so, so many of those actors in it, I didn't realize, you know, got famous there. And then, because like right now, Michael B. Jordan has had a very small role in it. See, I um, forget that he was in that. I probably didn't know who he was then. When you see that, do you kind of like pay attention to, to like, what did other people see 
like they must be really good actors right yeah and sometimes you will notice like i bet to t- generate heat they're probably like you gotta see this he stole this scene or, sure you know as they're um as they're climbing definitely and then on the other hand you look at people you don't recognize and go well he can't be shit like he can't be in this long <laughs> I don't recognize, you know, I don't recognize him from everyone else. I recognize from several other projects. Now, this one, he's not going to last. Are you watching it um, like back to back to back? Are you? Yeah. I mean, I am full binge mode, less than 20. It's perfect timing too, because it's a snowstorm. Um, But I have watched eight hours of it and I probably started at about 24 hours ago. I love that you have a great show to in front of you like that. I'm just going back through the HBO archives apparently during this period. The longer they go, the more like I'm I'm three more months of this away from watching Arliss, apparently. I got another HBO thing a listener sent me that I'm gonna plug and promote for everyone to watch. I watch it. A um documentary, Class Action Park. Oh. It's pretty it's pretty great. Yeah. Maybe a little bit long for this for the for the subject that it covers. Okay. Maybe like 20 minutes too long. Okay. But no, it's like uh, it's a theme park in the 80s that was basically run by teenagers, you know, yeet, yeet, just <laughs> no rules. Yeah, it's real. The rad. rides are insane. Cowabunga. Guy had no insurance. It was just it's just funny. And, and, and it was right outside of New York City in did, New Jersey. And it was called die? Action Park. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. People died. I can't wait. I sold. I mean, that. That's before I finished the wire. That's next. I mean, it's it's that's next. Not funny that anyone died, but it's it's hilarious that this place existed. I can't even. That sounds like a premise for a great movie, much less a documentary. Oh, I can see this thing being becoming a movie. It probably awesome. felt like a movie when you were there. You look at the footage; it looks like like a scene out of Meatballs or Porky's. Right. I mean, dude, the, they're at the, they're on these waters. They're just crashing into each other. The stories that they tell, like the footage of people just jumping off of these cliffs. That's insane. And um, it was, <laughs> I mean, I could just imagine not being allowed to go there. Dude, like I've never been to Disney or, or Cedar Point even, but any theme park I've ever been to, I've never felt like there was an adult in the room. I've never like looked around at someone at Great America at Six Flags and been like, that guy runs shit around here. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Right. So yeah. Just yells at you and pulls a lever. Like I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often to some extent, you know? It must be such a badge though, to say that you went to this place. I mean, I, I bet imagine. there's pretty, uh, pretty great story. So people should check that out. Awesome. Class I- action park. Thank you, Paula, for the recommendation. You got it. I will check it out. I want to, let's talk about that next week. Um, I also, I caught up on my, uh, my other HBO documentary homework. I finally, I watched Ali. All oh, 27 watch Ali. hours of that. I loved it. Really great documentary. Not as, yeah. uh, not as inflammatory as the tiger one. Exactly. And, you know, because we're an entertaining podcast, we don't have to spend a ton of time on it, but it's just a great story. He's, he's a um, remarkable human being. What everything he gave, everything he, he really stood for things, fought for things. Absolutely. And, uh, I just loved how they did that documentary because it was not like narrated, yeah. you know, wasn't like his old buddy, like, hey, they were, you know, we, we get in there, spar a little bit, and then we get in the old van, go in the camper. <laughs> yeah, the camper right outside the uh, <laughs> the training center in the woods. Cassius's dad and I both got laid a lot. <laughs> None of those. I just love that. Like, you know, was he um, the first guy to, like, go into nature to train? 
yeah. probably not, but it was pretty cool. I didn't know that about him. I love the, um, you know, that Chuck Weppner fight that he, when he fought that dude and he took him like the distance and Ali mm-hmm. won by decision. I think that's like the, the guy, his story is Rocky. I mean, oh, really? He, he inspired that. Okay. I mean, there's so many things that have spun out of Ali. Sure. I like I mean, the one scene with the 60 minutes when he's uh, pretending to be asleep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, such a, a, a sad end to that movie. But yeah, that scene, it, I mean, he never lost that sense of humor. He was legitimately one of the funniest people on earth. Like, and just also happened to be an amazing boxer and activist, like all of these other things. But right. every one of those interviews, he was hysterical. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, just just such a captivating human being. I really enjoyed seeing all of it. And I think part of that too, because the, the no interviews, the, you know, the no narrator, it's because he's from such a different time, right? There's probably like, the, his story's already been told. So they could kind of yeah. like just piece this together versus, you know, Tiger's hasn't really been finished yet. Yeah, he, um, even some of the poems that they share that he wrote, it's like, wow, he wrote that. He's a great writer too. Yeah, absolutely. I was um, at a Bulls game once and he like brought the ball out. Uh-huh. And I just remember thinking like, I can't believe I'm in the same building. I mean, at this point he was declining and, sure. you know, kind of it was probably right around that time uh, before he lit the torch at the 96 Olympics, which was a moment, right? When they yeah. showed that again, it's like, wow. Yeah. That was one of those, like, I knew how big of a deal it was then. Like I knew, you know, it was such a big deal. And and I remember watching it, but no clue quite how big Ali was at that point. I'm 15. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like I knew who he was. I knew he was big, but I didn't, I didn't know everything he had done. I didn't know the activism. I didn't know, you know, the, the time lost uh, and, and the war and all of that stuff. I, you know, it was just, it was really incredible to see all of this and kind of put that together as like his last big. You were 15. You're probably moment. making fun of his coat. <laughs> probably like, what the hell is this guy wearing? He didn't really light it. He just lit this thing down there and it went all the way up. When did he start the games? I just remember when I was 15 watching the Olympics open ceremony. When are the games? What are they doing? They're not even dressed. Just walking around the track. It's tomorrow? Just the whole night is this? Now you watch it now. You're like, this is beautiful. These (laughs) nations all coming together, descending into one place. Oh, they're going to be at a village. All of them living in harmony. I, I heard that Olympic one. Village is just a scene. Like oh, they're God. all banging each other and partying. They get free condoms there. I mean, that's one of the big, you know, they just kind of like have them everywhere. Like, please be safe. Let's not spread anything throughout the Olympic Village. Yeah. I always love the uh, Olympic committees where it's like one member, you know, like the Bolivian chess player, you know, like <laughs> the, you've got like, you know, Brazil and like 80. Because right. like, they usually like have something to represent the country, like the flag and. Right. Maybe like a, an instrument. Mm-hmm. And the but, one guy has everything. He's just like he's holding. Got, <laughs> a, like, up next, Tom. <laughs> Hello. A random animal on his shoulder, <laughs> a flag, <laughs> a big rock. Those are the best. While we're talking about sports, I want to um, let everyone know that you're staying active, Jim. I, I, I talked to this guy what a few days ago you were just getting off the my peloton <laughs> i haven't uh, i haven't mastered pronunciation of it yet but uh, i do have a peloton it's, 
not easy to say, right? Like you, you probably have guilt just saying that word. I don't like it, you know, but you can't just say an exercise bike sounds worse somehow. You have you know? to just own it, dude. You got absolutely. Just, I, I have a Peloton. I have a is Peloton. It, it, a Peloton. Is that how you say it? Peloton. Peloton. I don't know. I, I, however, I say it, it's one of those words I can never. It never feels right. Do you feel like people react like, "Whoa, you do"? You no, do? I think there's so. No, I don't tell a lot of people about it. I haven't been like shouting it from the rooftops. Now I am apparently here on the podcast. I told you about it because uh, it just felt good, you know, in all these difficult times and not being going anywhere. Like felt good to have a reason to put on some jeans in the house. <laughs> put my padded shirts and jeans on and just go for an indoor bike ride. It's kind of. Uh... These times are difficult. I need a $2,000 bike. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> I'm kidding. It is like. I will say this. It is, they do an incredible job at like the, like the gamification, like the, look, I am, I am full fledged going into soccer mom mode. Do they feel like they're talking to you? It's awesome. Yeah. Really? really Incredibly motivating. Like everything gives you badges, like everything you can link on social, you know, and I don't link it to, to like my social media or anything, but like, like every class you're taking, you can see how many people have taken it overall and like what percentage you are. You know what I mean? Like, do you have like a, a name in there? Like, is it like a yeah? You have like, like a, a handle, like an arcade you know? game, and you can climb up the yeah. Like, look at my initials. Yeah, it really is. I'm moving up. Absolutely, and like you see you it your... live in real time, like at that far into the class or that far into the ride, like you know, you're number two thousand eight hundred and seven out of one hundred and twelve thousand people who have taken this course. You know. And like, and it pushes you, it pushes you to do more. And they're like chatting you up. You get like music choices. It's really dumb. It's super, you're right. It's ridiculous, but it's like, I'm not just gonna, you know, it's the only way I'll do it. You know, is if there's someone in there, like, keep going, you look nice. You know, like you need those things sometimes. Did you just have your walls painted? (laughs) What's going on? Who's that Russian behind you? (laughs) Jim duck, bring him over here. Show him your more, your new stuff. You should get rid of that tree. Do you have like a certain instructor, like a favorite teacher? So here's the thing. I don't yet. Um, Cause I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to take a couple of classes from each before I make any, I'm, I'm on week one, you know, I mean, I might, like my favorite instructor might be no one by the next episode. I might be done. Can you ride uh, through like different terrains? Like I'm in the woods, yeah. I'm in the city streets. Are, yeah. Like, can you go in like a certain city street, like dial it up? Like I'm going to go, Right around Paris today. Yeah, you can't like, you know, you're not GPS in the location in Paris, but like I did a nice a scenic tour through New uh, New Zealand the other day. You did? I, uh, yeah, they called a very Tolkien-esque scene. Um, and I was like, I haven't watched those movies, but why not? You know, let's see what they're talking about. And uh, that's the only way you can see New Zealand these days. They're, it's like locked off <laughs> to the world right now. Isn't it? Exactly. Was it crowded? No, it, it's a funny thing too, though. Like someone's riding along and there are people moving off to the sides, like to let them pass whoever's wearing this camera. Someone did this ride. Right. Or simulated it, you know? See, I've seen those simulations in like hotels mm-hmm. where you'll get on like a treadmill and then, and I do like that. It's, yeah. It's, you can go through a city. And so it's like that yeah, point but, of view. It's like, it's like you're there. Or you take classes where it's just like, you know, it's specific and instructors telling you like, raise your resistance, you know, go to this speed. Like you're just watching them and and they're yelling at you, but like very positively. But can you also just ride it and like watch the wire? Yeah, whatever you want. 
you can choose your own music, but they have like playlists, which is kind of like, that's something it's not me picking the songs, you know, you can we can, get our playlist on there. I don't believe, I mean, I mean, at our rate, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't believe that's ever. That's the word of the day. Playlist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were capping about that playlist, bub. <laughs> um, um, but like, I mean, there's specific, like there's a post Malone, like a 30 minute post Malone ride. Um, where you can just listen, you know, there's an instructor over post So do you think he songs. has like a deal with them? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Or, or maybe they just, uh, they have one with Nicki Minaj. They have a few of those. That's pretty cool, dude. I like, I like the, to... um, I like, you know, you're a single guy. You can do that. You can make that purchase. No doubt. You don't have to go through a committee like I do. Like there's steps through a purchase that like it? that. You guys have to like have a discussion. You go to your board of directors. That would be, um, that would be mulled over. A lot for a while. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I need a board of directors. Maybe, maybe this uh, CEO position isn't working out so well. I need uh, I need to run some of these because because I have no one like I have no one checking me. You know what I mean? I've got I have full autonomy over my decision making process. So if I'm like, yeah, that's, let's go to Wendy's. Like no one's like you shouldn't do that. You know? It's it's difficult times. <laughs> do whatever the hell you want. It's a hey. I mean, something like this is, you know, you're not paying a gym membership. You're not, and you're getting something great out of it. Yeah, this is a positive for sure. Yeah. I mean, I should bring in some consultants at different points. I feel like because the sole proprietorship isn't always working. Maybe the uh, the board of directors option isn't the worst thing. I love the uh, just getting you to say it though. Peloton. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the correct pronunciation. How much is it? Can you say, or do you, you don't want to get it's, into that? It's it's. A lot of money because i don't even pay like i gotta pay attention more to uh just how much things are yeah we're watching the we were watching the prices right the other night and you watch a show like that and just even that sometimes you're like really is that how much like are you good at that when they're like here's a bottle of roundup or you know oh my god five five cans of soup i remember one that one they had like they had nine cans of soup six things of peanut butter and like five bags of coffee and it's which is more expensive? And which is which is the most expensive? Who? Um, this is just regular canned soup, not like anything special. It was uh, Campbell's, like beef and hearty construction man soup. <laughs> Put it in your lunchbox and build something. Okay. This is chunky and hearty. Were you ever into those like uh, the Hormels, like the the Dinty Moore, like the Dinty Moore? Yes, dude. Dinty Moore was like, what? This uh-huh. is big chunks of meat. Oh, Thanks, stew. stew for big guys. This is great. <laughs> this isn't Dinty. This is more. Um, I uh, I would guess out of those, I would go coffee's the most expensive, peanut butter is second most, and uh, uh, I want to talk more about Dinty Moore. Are they still around? <laughs> they got to still like be a, making stews. Is that a brand? <laughs> they got to be making stews still, right? Where else would you? I wouldn't even know who else to ask for a stew. Unless it was the Dinty Moore. Is Dinty Moore a potential sponsor? <laughs> it might be. No, yeah, man. Still, around. still two bucks a jewel. So yeah, so my thoughts are coffee first, peanut butter second, soup third. Do you remember? It was, it was coffee. Yes, coffee was. And everybody was yelling coffee. This guy picked peanut butter. And peanut butter was the least. Really? Less than the soups? Yeah, the soups. There were there were like nine of them, I think, and they were they were maybe a little bit bigger than usual. 
Okay. But you wouldn't, when I saw it, it was, I think they were like 369 each or something or 329 each. Sure. I mean, the only reason I know what things ever cost when I was a kid was over the summer when I was watching the prices right all summer. That's what, that's how I knew. Oh, you were watching it a lot? Oh yeah. When I was a kid, like mom be like, you know, I spent so much on groceries. I was like, how? Everything's like a dollar 29. (laughs) Dude, the price is right. I, I always watched it, but I never really was like able to like pay attention to all like, I didn't really care how much those things cost, mm-hmm. you know, but I like the games and I love when they spin the, like, when they spin the wheel. So this wheel. is the price is right at night. Oh, so wow. they have a celebrity there. We've caught it twice. One of them was, uh, Adam divine. Okay. He was very funny. He was, uh, you know, goofing off and doing like stuff with the modeling and, and, um, I noticed that Adam Sandler is directing these and producing it. Oh, wow. The price right now. And then Luda, Ludacris was the other one. And he was kind of like not as involved as as Adam, but he did spin a dollar. Really? Yeah, landed right on the dollar. Is the celebrity one of the contestants or is the celebrity the host? The celebrity is there to raise money for a charity. Okay. And they like co-host. They like help Drew Carey a little bit. And they just kind of like chime in and. They do uh, get to sell one, like um, sell one of the showcases, like promote okay. it. Because no cap, one of the things I would love to do in life <laughs> is be on The Price is Right. Oh, yeah. Like well, now they're not all in there, right? So they just bring you out from the from the from from backstage. Ah, okay. So it t- kind of doesn't have that energy. Sure. Those game shows, like they're, they're showing, um, we watched Name That Tune the other night. It's just like shows we can watch as a family. Yeah. That they had celebrity um, Wheel of Fortune they were doing. I just noticed they're doing more game show stuff. I think it's probably cheaper to produce right now and uh, fewer people have to be involved. Oh, yeah. You know, and right. uh, just a current feel. Yeah, there's a lot of that coming back. There's a new supermarket sweep with uh, Leslie Jones hosting it. Oh, yeah? That's one of those shows. I loved it as a kid, but every time I see it now, it's like, why did I love this? Like, it's never quite as fun as I think it should be. Yeah, I was never that into it. It was cool, like, visually to see people storming through a store and throwing stuff around. But I never yeah. was, like, like stopped to understand what was going. I tell it you, was... show we're watching, too, nailed it. It's, oh. it's not really a game show, but it kind of has an element of game, too. It's competitive. They have baking and it's just random people like it would be like it's like like if i were on chopped is that basically what yes, this is <laughs> exactly <laughs> if you were on chopped and they're like dude you got to beat or yeah you're on beat bobby flay you got to make this dish and try and make it better no but now that is they have like a pastry chef who is a pro okay. and he'll make some elaborate cake and it's art you know? Sure. And then they'll bring in some mope. <laughs> some like, mope. No cat. They they bring in a mope. A legit mope. <laughs> legit. They don't even flex. <laughs> this stuff is. And they are, uh, they low key don't even want to bake. But then. But this, But the professional is high key, like crushing this. They're, they're going all out. Like the, the chef. Oh, the, the chef is lit. He's fire, man. <laughs> like, is it one person or are there people ops each other? They're kind of ops. Okay. It's three. Okay. They have at it. But the host, Nicole Byers, who I've met, she's um, she does stand up. Yeah. 
she came through zanies um she's nuts she's funny i hear she's great just the show is just like ridiculous yeah josephine actually found it she introduced me to it it's so cool we've been um watching some of those that's something you can watch Everybody. I'll definitely check it out. Half the time, I just read the list of ingredients unchopped and I'm confused already. I'm just like, I don't know what three of those things this are. This would be so great to see it. It's kind of like when we did um, I Got a Guy and you had to make, <laughs> we had to make sausage. We had to, that would be, um, that should be, I'm sorry. There's more there that they could do more of that show. Yeah. With, with regular dishes and stuff. Right? Absolutely. But with the baking, it's so obvious because they put it's like you cannot not laugh when they put the two, when they compare the two <laughs> side by side, the presentation. Yeah, it's 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 good stuff. All right. Should we start talking about the Super Bowl? Because I dude, I put some Super Bowl trivia together. We could oh yeah. I don't even know how we are on time. Well, first of all, did you see we, we got us we got some squares together? We did a couple of our buddies. We got into uh I don't even know what the pool is, but Got the numbers. We're praying for safeties. We got two and two. Two, two. And no cap. That's one of those numbers that like will come up sometime in a Super Bowl and someone's going to, you know, it's like 22, 12. And that person's like, holy shit. Never thought this would happen. Right. No cap. You're saying no cap too much. I'm sorry. That was too many. The second one was too much. I didn't mean it at that time. (laughs) That time, like it was because I've been saying it. It felt like okay to say. And it wasn't. I felt. No, it's you. You can, you can pull it off. The moment I said it, it wasn't okay. I, I, it bothered me too. Uh, but our other number is eight seven. That's not the moment it. you said it. I was like, "Big yikes!" <laughs> no yeet <laughs> on yeet. Um, the um, the other squares. When you get squares, you always like try and magically put it together, right? Uh-huh. Like, I could just I just need four touchdowns, safety, a field goal, a missed extra point. Dude, that is, I love with you, it's when you get squares. Me, it's whenever I gamble. So it's like whenever they're like, I mean, it's like, okay, if they get the touchdown, but mix the extra point and then they get a safety in overtime, does the other team still get the ball once? Because if they get three, I might be able to hit that number. I know. <laughs> I'm going to miss being like at the party when they announce the squares, <laughs> you know, because there's always five and nine. You don't like, I actually won with five and nine. I, I, last year was it was it the Cotton Bowl? Who was it? May wasn't it wasn't even a bowl game. It was just a Saturday in in October. Are the uh, are the squares the only Super Bowl betting that you're going to do? Is that do you limit yourself there? I had one and two. It was twenty one nineteen. I thought it was over. Guy fumbles it. I mean, you don't see two a lot in football. It does not end up on two a lot. <laughs> I, I, t- I tell you what, you, you never know. There's, those are good numbers. You can still win with those. You know when you have shit numbers, but Absolutely. someone is still there to be like, you could, no. You. But then the, it ruins the experience because if you're, you're always looking like, oh, there's two minutes left. You ever have the numbers? Yeah. And, lo- and lose them at the last? You're just like, hold. Yeah, oh. you just don't want anything to happen. Yep. You get old enough too, like my kids, if they are – you know, aware of what's going on. They might be like, we got the number, like it's, we have three and zero and it hits three and zero with, you know, five minutes, minutes into the game. The yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and You know, it's not, <laughs> but the, you know, when, the older you get, you know, For sure. when they give up, but still, I mean, you still feel that same way, you know, you're like, you get it with like 10 minutes left in the fourth and you're just like, take a knee, yeah. start running the clock up. Why are they passing the ball? Why is anyone passing right now? Get some time off the clock. 
Don't like, they know I have these numbers? Because right. like, they're down six with 10 minutes to go. Oh, they're trying to win too? <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, the Super Bowl is always overhyped, but it is such an event, right? Yeah. It's still, still relevant, still like, and, and it will be, um, it's going to suck this year to not be able to, Super Bowl gatherings are fun, right? They sure are. I'm going to miss them. They're not doing the commercial, scaling back on the commercials. I was all Budweiser's not even doing. I know. I was all fired up to see some Clydesdales in a mask just hauling <laughs> PPE into some forgotten town. <laughs> and then everyone getting wasted on Budweiser. Redding, Pennsylvania. Just some random city. It's Here so come true. the horses with, it looks like they have Uggs on. <laughs> If Clydesdales came out now, they would just name them Uggs Horses. <laughs> I feel like um, it's unfortunate that the commercials are. That's that's always over t- over discussed too. Yeah, there's going to be some though. There's going to be some pandemic commercials for sure. But we're going to miss oh, yeah. know, like the usuals. There's not Coke, no Pepsi, no Miller Lite for the first time in a long we're time. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to cry. We're just going to. It's going to be like we'll be right back. It's seven six. We got a hell of it. We'll be right back, and then slow piano. Do do everyone died this year. The Sarah McLaughlin commercial over and over again. <laughs> yes. I wonder if the GoDaddy girls will be wearing masks. I wonder if we're gonna get to see that this year. <laughs> Want to see them without their masks? Go to GoDaddy.com. Do, do you remember that they used to do that every year? Oh yeah. Like they do something suggestive and then like watch the rest of this commercial at GoDaddy.com. <laughs> and you're like, they're not it gonna. Would, it would like get dirtier. That's what. It, but it wouldn't. <laughs> I Close heard. your eyes. It's GoDaddy, kids. It's, we don't know where this one's going. Did that really sell internet domains? That's the thing that I never understood about it. Like, oh, there's no boobs here. But while I'm here, I always have one at a website. <laughs> I don't understand how that translated into business. Yeah, they're just just, uh, just the eye candy. That's it. I think the, um, yeah, this year it's going to be like, I know you're worried about the numbers in your square, but what about the number 400,000? <laughs> Let's all put a mask on. What? And then we're back <laughs> live in Tampa. How about the fact that they're in Tampa? Yeah. It's, it's a home game? First time ever, huh? Wow. First time. Didn't someone have a someone had a chance at that recently? New York, I believe. Um, when they did uh Super Bowl 50. Oh, really? I was reading that this was supposed to be in um, L.A. originally. The Super Bowl was committed to L.A., the Rams' new stadium, and then they changed it a few years ago when uh, construction was delayed or something on that stadium. Oh wow! Are they, so what do you um, think of these teams? Do you have a Do you have a team? It's tough, man, because I hate Tom Brady, but I love the fact that he took out Aaron Rodgers, and that is a tough like that's a tough thing to negotiate. Um, I uh, I don't know. I mean, I like Mahomes a lot, but I don't want him to turn into the Golden State Warriors where they're winning everything. But my heart was in Buffalo. Once Buffalo got knocked out, like I want to see. I Same. I, yeah, I, I want a Buffalo. Know. Yeah. I'm struggling now. What do you think? Do you want to see Mahomes and Green them? Bay? Buffalo and Green Bay fans can find comfort in the fact that they are um, they live in the Great Lakes region, and you know, a couple hundred years from now, that will be the most popular place to live. <laughs> because of the access to fresh water and they're somewhat inland. Yeah. Tell them. And um, Tampa will be perished. There so, you go. All right. So I mean, well that ends well. if you want to talk trash <laughs> to anyone, you need to locate a, a, a um, top, top, <laughs> topographical. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead. 
Go ahead. I don't know. No, but me saying no cap was too much. Yep, go ahead. <laughs> um, I think Dude, I, I had uh, someone in a uh, Zoom meeting recently misuse. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, say it. Start it over. No, because I'm trying to think what it was. Okay. Go ahead. I think I'm going. Uh, I think I'm going. Chiefs here. I do. It's tough to even say. I, I you know, you kind of want to see what happens with Brady in a different city, but uh, I still think I want Mahomes to get one more before I get annoyed about how good he is. Are you an Andy Reid fan? I am. I loved him in Philly. Um, I love the fact that he's the he's really the. Uh, oh, what's that dude's name? Who's the golfer we talked about last week? Tiger Woods. No, the uh, the Walrus. <laughs> Craig Stadler? He's the Craig Stadler of the NFL is really who he is. He's the walrus of the NFL. And uh, I love that about him. There was like a, uh, there was a prop bet last year on one of the sites that was like, will they show Andy Reid eating a cheeseburger during the telecast? And it was only like seven to one. No, you know what I mean? Like it was. Will he do that? Is he known? No idea. During the Super Bowl. He always has that big menu in front of him. Let him order (laughs) something. (laughs) Number three. He has like a shield. Is he still rocking the shield? He sure is. That's is. just a, for that mustache safety. You know, it's to protect that thing from everybody. <laughs> so people can still see his bug. <laughs> they can still see it. It's good. I mean, he's smart on the marketing. Well, he wears glasses too. So it's probably hard yeah. to wear a mask if you have glasses, right? Not fun. A lot of fog. What about um, the Craig Stadler fact or joke you sent me? What was the nickname? Oh, his nickname was the Walrus. Yeah. And his son is now a pro golfer. And his nickname is the Smallrus. <laughs> the Smallrus. That's great. All right. So with the, um, before we get into the trivia, do you remember the Bud Bowl? Yeah. Do you remember? So I, w- I kind of went on a Bud Bowl rabbit hole because I was remembering it and um, remembering it to be so big. And it really was. Like as a child, I was more excited about that than the football game at times. Exactly. A lot of people were. And sometimes it was better than the, than the game. Although it debuted, uh, you talk about a great Super Bowl. Do you remember the Super Bowl? You might've been, you might be too young, but in 1989, it was the Niners and Bengals. Oh yeah. Niners. Oh yeah. Esiason in Montana. Yes. Yeah. That was a great Won the game with a last minute drive. Mm -hmm. That was the debut of the Bud Bowl. Wow. Couldn't have timed it better. And the Bud Bowl had everything. They had a, I watched the, the first Bud Bowl. They had a flea flicker in the, in the game. They had Spuds McKenzie in a skybox, just draped with prices Right models. <laughs> Spuds hanging out. Awesome. They had the freezer. They brought in the freezer was their answer to the fridge. Oh, the they fridge, in, right. It's like a 40 ounce. They brought in a 40. That's awesome. But he did not have a bag on. I thought it'd be better if he had a brown paper bag on him before oh, yeah. he went like on the sidelines. Yeah. And then tear that off. <laughs> you couldn't do that on the um what do you call it? The CGI wasn't so good back in stop 80- motion. Yeah. Animation. Davy and Goliath. But it was um it ran for years. I haven't thought about that in so long. So I have a Bud Bowl trivia question for Let's you. Let's go. Who were the first announcers of the Bud Bowl was it A, Bob Costas and Paul McGuire, B, Brent Musburger and Terry Bradshaw, C, Keith Jackson, Keith Jackson, oh, Nelly. 
Let me tell you something about O.J. McDuffie. <laughs> Look at him go. Rumbling, stumbling, fumbling, mumbling. All right, sorry. No, that's great. That was a, I used to do that imitation in the 90s. It was the only one I did. That and the church lady. But <laughs> Bobby Rafferty really did the church lady. So I had to abandon it and focus on my Keith Jackson. Understandable. It, the, you can tell you spent a lot of time on it. it clearly paid off. Was it Keith Jackson and Chris Berman? Or was it Ahmad Rashad and Karen Duffy? Ooh. And I want to come back to Karen Duffy. Okay. Um, so it tells me it's not Karen Duffy. I'm going to go with Brent Musburger. And I forget who his partner was in this, but I'm going to go with Brent Musburger. Let's go B. Okay. It was A, Bob was Costas and Paul McGuire. Wow. But Brent Musburger and Tr- Terry Bradshaw did the second Bud Bowl. All of these couples did do all these duos. Keith Jackson and Chris Berman did the third. And then Ahmad Rashad and Karen Duffy did the fifth. So I'm wondering who Karen Duffy is. Yeah. Karen Duffy was, do you remember Duff from like VH1? Yeah. MTV. And then she was in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, she wow. was, you know, the one like um, who worked with the guy who with the ulcer trying to track him down. She goes in their apartment when the, they find Petey. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So this poor woman, man, she had a career. She was really going along. She got sick. She did like a, um, she's a very serious health problem and she's um, writing she's written some books and living in new york city but kind of came fell out of the public eye wow and it's a uh, sarcoidosis i was just looking her up i forgot all about duff right so did i but i'm like i'm looking at this like she did the bud bowl she's here with the moderate shot Who, who's karen duffy i just never heard, i remember duff though sure those are huge broadcasting tandems obviously up until karen duffy but like that's they spent a ton of money on this. They spent a ton of money on it. It was one of the bigger things that they did. One of the most successful ad campaigns. And uh, again, came out in 1989 during one of the best Super Bowls ever rated the top Super Bowl by many people. Yeah. You got Icky Woods, the Icky Shuffle. You got Joe Montana, the game winning drive. In the game winning drive, he said something in the huddle to relax his teammates. He said, Wow, look at that. Is that so-and-so? It was a famous comedian. Can you tell me who the comic was? Was it Jerry Seinfeld, Bill Murray, John Candy, or Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. And a lot of people have come out that were in the huddle. And they were like, yeah, this is, you know, we were nervous. But Joe was like, hey, isn't that, isn't that John Candy? Was it really? It was. Wow. It was Rathbone Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Love it's Kane. John Candy. Oh, good old but Honest Corn. That Super Bowl was the final Super Bowl, the, the final game for a current broadcaster. Boomer Sison. Great guess. Terrible guess. I know he came back after that. Um, Chris Collinsworth. Correct. Wow. Chris Collinsworth. And also the final game. With Pete Rosell was the commissioner of the NFL, making way for the next commissioner, whose name was God. I want to say I wanted to say Bart Giamonti, who's not it. Uh, who was before Goodell? Um, I don't know. I don't know who was after uh, Rosell before Goodell. I can't think of it. Okay. Um, all right. Let, let me um, let me try and he's tough to. 
Caner- he's tough to hot dog. Canerco, laser, princess, <laughs> ghost says. The moment you said Canerco, <laughs> of course it's Paul Tagliabue. <laughs> ghost says. Canerco, laser, Leia, ghost says. Yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, that's that a, is a lot of words. It's a lot of syllables. It sure is. So is Paul Tagliabue. Paul Tagliabue. That's a nice, uh, that's a cool last name. Do you know what he called his girlfriend? What's it? Paul Tagliabue's boo. <laughs> Tagliabue's boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, here's a good question too, his I ghost think. ghost says, Paul Tagliabue. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm done. Here's another good trivia question, I think. All right, so that Super Bowl had the, and I didn't realize this at the time, but it had the 49ers and Bengals playing each other for the second time in the Super Bowl. They played each other just a few years before. Okay. So when this happened, it was only the second or third time, I think, that that it, it had happened. Now there are two teams that have faced off in the Super Bowl three times each. These two teams have played each other three times. Three times each in the Super Bowl. Um, wow. Okay. It's the most. Sure. I mean, New England and the Giants only played twice. Um, so it's got to be like Cowboys, Niners, like teams like that who have. The Cowboys played. is one of the team. Um, uh, Cowboys Steelers? It is. Okay. The Cowboys and Steelers. Nicely done, Jim. Nice. All right. I'll take that win. That's about time I get go. a trivia W. Nice job, buddy. It's not a bad one at all. All right. Like here's that. another um, random mm-hmm. halftime performances. Who is the, which artist, there are two, who are the two artists that have performed the most Super Bowl halftime shows? Rolling Stones? And how many oh. did they appear in? I'm guessing here. Rolling Stones? The Rolling Stones is not correct. These are um, two Justin artists. Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is correct. Yeah. He's appeared in three, appeared in... Um, 2001 as a member of in sync and he appeared in 2004 with janet jackson's breast as the guy that ran napster <laughs> and then he he dis- disrobed janet jackson mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. miss Good jackson call. if you're nasty i am and he opened a window he opened <laughs> janet's window Peek-a-boo. it's a great bit you remember that that it's, was uh yeah oh yeah i had the the, the nursing bra bit yeah, I'm going to open a window. Just crack a window. It's so funny. Um, and then he did it like once recently. Yeah, I recall that for sure. Okay. Three. Is the other one more or less than him? The other one uses a sound machine. Gloria Estefan? <laughs> Correct. And the whole Miami sound machine. I don't know if the machine was there for all three. Oh, man. But Gloria Estefan was. Do you think she bought that at the same place where George Michael bought his sports machine? For an extra point. <laughs> Jorge. Jorge Jordan, for an extra point, you can, um, if you hot dog Gloria Stefan. Um, By the way, this is Super Bowl 55 LV. It should be in Las Vegas. It really should be. All Red, my grandpa. I don't know. I don't know any other famous Stefans. All Red, my grandpa. <laughs> All Red, my grandpa, Gloria Stefan. That is perfect. Thank is you. Is that the one that stole stuff? It was sure. From the it was. restaurants? I can't believe you assumed that, but you are correcto. <laughs> 
That's love or dad. That's documented. You have <laughs> I that. I know. Record it on a quick time player. Certainly. But I, I drop a little Spanish and you just make the assumption that he's the thief. I see what you're doing. No, no, no. That's not true at all. <laughs> Why would you connect those dots? <laughs> okay. You're right. Ah, I'm liking Super Bowl trivia. Do you have right, a favorite? Here's a, yeah, um, a favorite Super Bowl? Just a halftime performance. My favorite halftime performance, I think we talked about on here. I may have talked on here before. But I honestly, I will still pull this up. Prince. Yeah. The Bears Super Bowl. It's amazing. Absolutely. And there's a, a documentary. There's a YouTube like short 10 minute like piece on it. Oh, yeah. Because they talk about the the, the rain coming, you know, how you use like five different guitars and just him out there. Like things that I never really considered before. It's like, oh, there's Prince. Yeah, he's doing his thing. But right. he's out there by himself commanding this audience not using any big effects and big production it's just i'm out here with my guitar and a microphone yes absolutely and that was also my favorite until shakira and j-lo i agree okay <laughs> shakira and j-lo was just, just recently right yeah it was last year yeah they um this year do you know who it is this year yeah who is it he's canadian the weekend the weekend. I um so I need to do some research on uh the so the anthem is also a big part of the Super Bowl for those of us who do more than squares for our Super Bowl. Uh, oh, the bet on the length of it. And t- yeah, so you can bet on an over under of the national anthem. And this year is interesting because normally they go long because these people are showboats. But last year they set the over under so high she went under. A lot of people were unhappy. This year it's a duet. It's a country singer. I can't think of his name. Chris something. Maybe it's not that. Just a standard okay. white guy name. Um, Was it Eric Church? Eric or something? Church. That's the guy. I think I so, saw something about it. So much more plain than rap names. Like Takashi. Yes, I can ask not... my next trivia question, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's Eric Church. Is, there, is that what was that the question? <laughs> no, no. I was oh, okay. Pretending that it was. <laughs> okay, good. I try and be funny on here sometimes. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's him, and then uh, R&B singer. I'm not familiar with. I don't know her name, but I need to look them up. Um, but the duet adds an element. I feel like you're going to try and showboat, right? I, I think you take the over this year. Will you like listen to them stuff? Like they like to drag out syllables. <laughs> this one, this Some one years. loves a long A. Right. Some years you don't even have to. You're like Aretha over. You know what I mean? Right. Like you got a diva and you're taking the over. I don't even sweat it. But if it's an unknown, you might have to do. It's like if you're going to scout the team. Right. You're going to check out the pipes. You know. Do you do a lot of the? Um... What do they call those bets? The prop um, bets. Prop bets. Sucker bets is really what they should be known as. Yeah, I do. I, not a lot of them, but you pick a few that seem <laughs> like they're okay. Just the important just stuff. Just play like the that length. back. Just play that back. Uh, prop bets. Sucker bets is what they should call them. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I lose money at will on the Super Bowl. It's so fun. Um, all right. Here's another one. This is a uh, little bit of a two-parter. Let me try and walk through this. Uh, this is, I, I jot these down, and then I don't have them like in the, the exact question form. When was the Super Bowl officially moved to the first Sunday in February? Which year was the Super Bowl officially moved to the first Sunday in February? And I can give you some choices, Jim. Was it 2003, 2002, 2004, or 2001? I'm glad you gave me choices because this was going to be like a history question. You like how I did not put them in order. You did not, but you certainly gave me four years in a row. 
I need to figure that out on my own. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go 2003. It was 2004. Ah, so far away. However, when was the first Super Bowl played in February? 2003. If you give it a little bit more thought, I think you will, if you attach it to a world event that may have delayed things for... It was two, yeah, it was 2002. 2002. 2002 because of, okay, because of 9-11, they took a week off. Looks like Jim forgot the thing that everyone says never forget about. <laughs> Let it be known it was episode 70 when Jim denied the collapse. 66. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember. I was thinking of something like in January to February. This is uh, episode you know I mean? 66? Yeah. Oh, nice. No, it's in three. Um, I was thinking that it had to be something in, in January or February, not something that happened September of the year prior. No, so that was the first Super Bowl. And that was the Super Bowl that the Patriots beat the Rams with the field goal from... Stefan Goskowski? Adam. Oh, and Adam Vinatieri at the time, of course. That was the year the young Tom Brady came off the bench when uh, Drew Bledsoe got hurt in what a lot of other people call the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Yeah, that was a great Super Bowl. That was a good one. Yeah, Tom Brady. No one was trying to steal his jersey that night. That's true. Dude, I hope someone does jack that thing this year. <laughs> I'm not going to give a rat's ass. <laughs> no one should. That Someone, please, steal Tom Brady's jersey. He could. He wouldn't even have the balls to complain about it this year, would he? I don't think like, he could. Just, Tom, we get it, yeah. but enough. If you could get us here and all over the place, Tom Brady's jersey, I'll give you my Peloton. I'm pretty sure I'll be done using it by then. If you can get us this game-worn jersey from the big game. We can't technically save Super Bowl, I don't believe. We have I'm go- not involved in the criminal enterprise that Jim is suggesting. I was just... You're involved in the criminal enterprise of saying Super Bowl without paying them royalties. That's our biggest issue here today. Is that a, is that a thing? That we're not- it is. And it's kind of annoying because this is the year that now every commercial is making fun of it. Like before it was always just like, hey, you know, get our pizza during the big game. Now everyone's oh, yeah. like, we can't say it, but it's the bowl that's super. Oh, man. Yeah. Which it only bothers me because I did the joke last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're doing that like on the commercials? Yeah. Oh, no, I got to look out for that. That's yeah. funny. Have um, you seen the commercial um, scoop? There it is. The Geico. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Tag team. <laughs> Tag team. <laughs> They call them musical improv group. Did you notice that? They're like, oh, really? Yeah, they're like, blah, 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 with musical improv group tag team. Yeah, you're making brunch, making brunch with her, whatever. (laughs) Or make a dessert because they're taking the ice cream out, right? Yeah, for sure. Dude, I love that dad comes in. He's like, what the hell is going Oh, what? And then he starts (laughs) dancing. The daughter just walks off and then they like, they're kicking each other's feet, like getting into the moves. Well, who wouldn't be mad if they walk in and their wife's getting tag teamed? You know what I mean? I feel like that's a, that's oh, a tough man. scene to walk into. Oh, yeet, yeet. <laughs> no cap. That was, <laughs> that was legit. Straight high key. Uh, to- so legit. The best commercial of all time is Bruce Willis Seagram's <laughs> Golden Wine Coolers. <laughs> I mean, if you can ever sing that passionately about anything. I mean, do you remember Bruce? Like... I think he was like still on moonlighting. Yeah. But then he was doing the, I mean, pull it up, people. It's coming out on the porch. Seagrams. <laughs> Golden Wacoo. 
I think he even says this at some point, like, they're wet and they're dry. <laughs> they're wet and they're dry. It can't my, be. My, my. Do you want me to ask you any more questions, Yeah, Jim? let's go one, two I have, more. Um, here's, here's Super Bowl 20. I, I got to ask you. Yeah, we were talking about, by the way, a lot of people say this is the greatest Super Bowl. A lot of people say that's the greatest Super Bowl. Super Bowl 20 is the greatest Super Bowl of all time by default because it's the only one that the Chicago Bears were victorious in. It was the greatest game. I was in fourth grade. And um, it was just, they killed him. He really did. The D was dominant. Really was. And that's my question about the defense. The record still stands. They gave up the fewest rushing yards in Super Bowl history. The 85 Bears. Wow. How many yards did they give up, Jim? Was it two yards? Was it seven yards? Was it nine yards or was it 11 yards? I mean, that's crazy. Um, was it, hang on, just to bring you up to speed. Was it six feet? Was it 21 feet, 27 feet? Or did the New England Patriots rush the ball for a total of 33 feet? Scotty Pippen feet. Did they go Scotty Pippen feet? Uh, I don't think Ray it was. Ray Hobbs feet. Tim Anderson feet or the number we have in our squares feet. <laughs> um, I'm going, I'm going seven yards, 21 feet. You are correct. What? That's a guess. The Patriots only rushed for seven yards. Incredible. Yards. Incredible. 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 Those are the type of prop bets that you get your asses kicked on when something like that happens, you know? Yeah. So it'll be like, will the running back rush for over 50 yards? You're like, yeah. And then, you know, something like that occurs. And just like, nope. Like uh, I lost one, one year. It was like, will Tom Brady rush for a yard? And oh, wow. he did, but then he um, also took a knee at the end of the game. <laughs> and negated the yep, one yard. So zero yards. Oh, he had like boy. a, he had like a one yard run for a first down or for a yeah. touchdown even maybe. And then he took a knee and got the negative one yard that brought him back to zero. So you got, and that's why I already. lost my house and I live in a condo. <laughs> And that's the year my wife left. Any questions? Gamblers and people that used to drink have great stories. The worst is when you do both together and you like you don't know the story. Chris Jackson would call a GS. GS, <laughs> yes, he sure would. Super Bowl five uh, featured the Baltimore Colts, who later moved. Why did they move? Um, they did they moved. get a job. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah, solid. I got transferred. What a callback. Military. <laughs> really great. It's a solid callback. The Indiana Indianapolis Colts faced the Dallas Cowboys. Was this Super Bowl A, the only one that John Unitas won? B, the only one that Tom Landry lost? C, the only Super Bowl on which a, a defensive player won the MVP? Or D, the only time a member of the losing team won the Super Bowl MVP. So I'm going to eliminate A, B, and C and go with D. You are correct. Yes, because if Giant Unitas won, Tom Landry would have lost. If they were both still on their respective teams. Right? Sure. But, I mean, most importantly, we you know. You don't have to show your work. You we know that. Right. But we know why C couldn't <laughs> no. be the case. Because that was Richard Dent in 19... 19- or Yeet. in 1985, 1986, Super Bowl, technically. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Yeet away, baby. Uh, yeet, yeet. The only defensive player to win the MVP. For sure. Oh, that's fascinating. So did Johnny Unitas win the MVP on the losing team? Sack man coming. I mean, man, Dent. <laughs> Quarterboard's late. What do you say? Quarterback's late. He's going to get bent. Yep. <laughs> that's great. I don't, I don't remember. I think, that, I think a bent. I think something's going to rhyme with Dent and might be. <laughs> sack man coming. I'm your man, Dent. Don't forget to change the filters in your vent. I eat filet fish only during Lent. <laughs> sack man coming. I'm your man, Dent. My favorite Broadway musical. <laughs> 600. He, just, he doesn't even say rent. He just goes into the, the others. How many days? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <it is. laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right. Here's another one. Super Bowl 25 was the only so I found this hard to believe. And I'm, I meant to go back and check this. The only Super Bowl that was decided by one point. Wow. Yeah. And, I, I, that makes and, sense. And it could be the only Super Bowl that was decided at one point up until that time or, sure. or at that time. Cause I did catch one of those questions too. Okay. Like when um, the question was made, when the question was made, yeah. not like as of Super Bowl five, like more recent than that, but maybe not quite to Yes. That. I think that that's, I think that's still the case. That's fascinating. So it was um, the Buffalo Bills lost, right, to the Giants. Uh-huh. It's the one that Scott Norwood missed the game-winning opportunity, the field goal. Make that. How yeah. many yards was the field goal that he missed? Oh, wow. Was it 42 yards? Was it 47 yards? Was it 49 yards? Or was it a 50-yard field goal? I think it was under 50, so I'm going to go 47. It was 47. Yes. Flanagan. I'm telling you, man, this is my wheelhouse. You're I know doing some well, man. You're, you're killing. You probably want to keep going. This is uh no, I'm good. Um, this, <laughs> I want to stop while I'm ahead. Final yeah. question. Okay. Final question. Super Bowl 18. Super Bowl 18. The Raiders of who knows where they were. They have been, they move more than an addict. <laughs> Their dad was in the military. And they're always, it's always shady towns too. Oakland. Dude, I'm, I'm, I like dude, I'm, I'm staying in Oakland again, but I'm trying to get to Vegas. <laughs> I might have to go back to LA just for, because my mom lives there. My dad's in Oakland. It's like a lot of mail in Oakland, right? <laughs> I'm getting a job in Vegas. I've always wanted to go to Vegas where I want to end up, you know? And that's what those things that happened. And then it was like, oh, you're in Vegas now? And the Raiders like, yeah, we've been in Vegas for a little bit. Like I didn't even realize it happened at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah right? a little bit that stadium looks insane yeah i can't wait to get out there they haven't really had to uh an opportunity to get momentum going out there because of everything right did they have yeah. one season there uh yeah they did okay they did they had one season with some fans and um i think they did i mean they've been killing it with hockey like that town is ready for sports it's pretty Dude, cool. i was a big raiders fan when i was a kid in the, yeah in the, the first part of the 80s it was funny that our parish priest our pastor had a personal relationship with jim plunkett wow. jim plunkett like came to our parish and into our school hall and we all got to meet him and he took pictures of him. it was like a sports night that's insane but it wasn't like a retired player it was an active <laughs> super bowl winning quarterback sure who also like no affiliation it wasn't like exactly. a bears like a lot of those sports nights it's like former bear great so still lives in lagrange right? yeah and one time we drove out to Cleveland to see them play in a game. And I got to like go to the hotel and 
you know, meet Lyle Alzado and see all these. Uh, it was like the, they were had That's just incredible. finished like that early '80s run. They were good teams. Yeah, Jesse Hester, Lester Haynes, Marcus yeah. Allen. Well, the Super Bowl you're talking about. I'm sorry, '18. It's '84. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Bears were great then. I say, like, why don't we hang out with the Bears? The Bears are good. <laughs> um, all right. So the Raiders win 38 to nine. After this, the NFC went on quite a run, winning how many consecutive Super Bowls? Seven, 11, 13, or 15? It's more than seven. Is there 11 or 13? I'm going 11. It's 13. Damn it. I knew it. I knew it. I mean, Super I Bowl didn't. 18 and then a stretch of NFC champions until Super Bowl 32. Which would the have been AFC team 90 to break that. Eight. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this is more like 93-ish. Oh. If I had to guess. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. No, if it was 32? Because Super Bowl 20 was 86. So 32 would be 12 years after that. Unless they were doing two a season like Survivor. They were for a while. <laughs> You're right. Um, so it's not the Steelers, though, huh? Oh, yeah, because I'm thinking that was the end of uh, um, high school. It was the end of college for me. Yeah. Um, I'm having trouble remembering who it was then. Um, the MVP was a running back. The following year, the quarterback rode off into the sunset after a Super Bowl victory. Oh, of course. The back-to-back Denver Broncos championships. Uh, I forgot all about that. Thank you. Wow. Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. There was like a running back factory for a while there. Right. They just cut block you. That was their thing. Now, we don't really block them. We just jump at their knees. <laughs> that was their, like, they have this cut blocking system. Did they really? Yeah. And it was literally, they just like, they just cut you down. <laughs> that was their whole blocking system. Is that Shanahan? <laughs> yeah. It was. It was absolutely Mike Shanahan. Wow. Just, just diving at the legs. It's probably more in depth than I'm giving it credit for. Terrell Davis and John Elway. I uh, Wow, they had a great run there. They sure did, man. All right. So we'll wrap we. up the Super Bowl trivia. You got it. We were overprepared for this episode, Oof. dude. We had a whole lot. This episode had who's it's and what's it's galore. You know what didn't have, though? Didn't have any cap because we like to give the Brimleys the straight dope. We sure do. Thingamabobs, we had plenty. Jim has no idea what I'm talking about. So sorry. Oh, no I reviews this off. week? No reviews this week. I did get a nice note from a listener. Uh, Barry said she checked out um, uh, your special on Peacock and loved it. Just a reminder oh, nice. that that's over there now. And, you know, the WWE Network content is all moving over there. So look at you. You're going to be sharing Dude. a home with Razor Ramon. It is going to, it's a cacophony of. Oh, there he is. Entertainment choices. boy. I'm going to go watch the Royal Rumble. Speaking of. Oh, it's live tonight. Yeah. Pay-per-view. Yeah. 29. How much is it? No, it's uh, the WWE network now. Um, it's just a, uh, it, yeah, it's, uh, you get a 30 day free trial and then it's moving to Peacock. So it's free. <laughs> really? Just get in. So, so if I go online. Yeah. WWE my sons, network. can my kids watch that? Yeah, I'm sure they could. Really? Sarah might hate me for saying that that's okay, but yeah. All right. I'm not mad, not mad about it. Go ahead. I don't oh, raise cool. them. Yeet. <laughs> All right, uh, bud. Brimleys, thank you so much for joining us again. Enjoy.
enjoy the week. Enjoy closing out. Dude, the next time we all gather, it will be February. Crazy. We're looking forward to another month. Here we are. Real quick, who's your pick for Sunday? Super Bowl. I am going to go with Kansas City. Score? Kansas City, 31. No, I'm going to do our numbers. (laughs) Kansas City, 2. And two. the Buccaneers, too. Okay, great. Um, so I'll go, you um, 28 to 23. Good. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think it's going to be 34 28. What's the over under? I haven't even looked yet. Some are probably in the mid to high 50s. This is going to be up there. You think it's going to be a shootout? I really do. But the problem is, like that anthem, you know, you, you get one drive that takes too long, you hit one high note, you know, you can really mess with your pace a little bit. I tell you what, man, it's a game of adjustments. Really is. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Have man. Have a good week, dude. You too. Talk to you. All right. Bye, everybody.